Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello, I'm Phil Sanson, and this week we're croaking out an answer to this question from John. I just purchased some dart frogs which need to live in high humidity conditions. In order to attain this, we basically sealed off the terrariums. The question is whether a really sealed terrarium could provide enough oxygen for the frogs through plant photosynthesis. Who would win, the frogs or the plants? So John has got his pet frogs living in a tank with some earth, plants and moss. It sounds like he left some holes in there, thank God. But what would happen oxygen-wise if he shut them in for good? Here's plant scientist Stephanie Smith. There's two processes involved in this question, photosynthesis and respiration. Photosynthesis uses carbon dioxide and water, and in a reaction powered by light energy, produces glucose for plants. And it produces oxygen as a byproduct. And then the other process, respiration, is sort of the opposite. It's the one both plants and animals use to get their energy. It takes sugar in, that's glucose, which combines with oxygen and it makes energy, plus some carbon dioxide and water on the side. You might have noticed that the byproducts of respiration are the starting ingredients for photosynthesis. So can the plants just run these two processes in perfect balance? To some degree, yes. In 1960, a reverend called David Latimer placed a spiderwort plant in a huge sealed bottle garden. It has survived unopened since then. So we know plants survive pretty well in sealed tanks. But what would happen if you introduced an animal? Both the plants and frogs would be using oxygen for respiration, but the plant would also be producing extra oxygen from photosynthesis. Leaving aside the question of frog food, we want to know, in the words of listener John, who would win, the frogs or the plants? It would depend on the size of the tank and the number of the plants. After all, the Earth itself is a similar system, just on a huge scale. The practical answer is more complex. Researchers in Arizona built a facility called Biosphere 2 to see if eight humans could survive in a sealed system for two years. The oxygen levels fluctuated wildly, and extra oxygen had to be injected to keep the people alive. Biosphere 2 ran two such experiments in the 90s, and they ultimately ended in a bizarre story of sabotage and takeover by the now far-right US news mogul Steve Bannon. But that's another story, and regardless, if the oxygen fluctuates wildly in the Biosphere 2, which is a three-acre compound, it certainly does in terrariums that are about half a metre across. It drops a lot at night, when there is no light to power photosynthesis. Although certain small insects can deal with these oxygen fluctuations well, most animals cannot. So John, there you go. Either make sure your sealed terrarium is an acre or so wide, or stick to your ones with holes in the sides. Thanks for the question. And next week's is special delivery from Pavel. On one of the Naked Scientist programs, it was mentioned that a newborn baby has initially sterile intestines and gets most of its microbiome during the passage through uterus and vagina. What happens to children that are brought to this world via a caesarean? Can you help out with Pavel's question? Join the discussion on our forum. That's nakedscientist.com slash forum. Or if you have a question you'd like us to answer, email chris at nakedscientist.com, use the web form nakedscientist.com slash question, or find us on Twitter or Facebook. That's all. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.